Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to Peachy <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> oh, that took us like three tries, guys, because we just haven't done this in so long. So we... we're a little rusty. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, but we just wanted to kind of hop back on here. We were together again for the holidays and, you know, reflecting on 2022 and just how much we missed Peachy Patriots <laughs> and how we should get back to it. Um, no, honestly, I we we made gingerbread cookies together. And then we were like, let's do a poll on our Instagram to see who can tell, like, who did which one, even though we hadn't posted in months, just, like, for fun. Um, and, you know, we had a good response. Honestly, I think we forgot to say the results. But if you remember the said poll and you follow us um, – I, Megan, was the one who did the one with the heart, and Rachel was not, and everyone guessed that it was, like, And, see, that's, that was really the indicator for us that we need to get back on here, because y'all don't know us anymore, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a heart. Why would I put a heart on <laughs> <laughs> And then some people were, like, oh, it, it was, like, a dark chocolate heart, so it was, like, dark, and um someone joked they were like oh well I knew you were the one with the heart because you have such a black heart like, you're so I was like damn okay I feel like people really went deep with their interpretations and I kind of loved it honestly I know because it really wasn't like another friend of mine was like oh you know yours was like they were able to guess mine correctly because they were like yours was really goofy and like Rachel's was really neat and like you're really <laughs> goofy. I was like okay just come at me <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the interpretations were really just ways to insult us. That, that was really what it was. Honestly, but like we're here for it. You know, a healthy roasting is good for the soul. Um, but then we also ended up doing a poll on what should our next episode be? I, I think it was it was either New Year's resolutions or literally anything <laughs> other than New Year's resolutions. And I always I meant to, I think, make the second option like just don't do an episode like we don't miss you. But then I was like. I kind of want to do an episode, so I don't want to make that an option. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we're not even going to give you that choice. <laughs> like, people can just choose not to listen. Really, it's just for Rachel and I to look back and laugh on. But, um, and anyone else, if this helps you, great. Hopefully, it helps someone out there. But um, the results were honestly almost 50-50. It was similar to our gingerbread cookie thing of, like, just almost split of, I think more people voted for New Year's resolutions, but a lot of people said anything else. So we wanted to hop on today and talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions since that's what won, but also just kind of life in general, where we're at. Um, Because we've changed a lot since we started Peachy. Obviously, when we started it, it was kind of during COVID and we both had had to move home with our families. So we just, you know, right after graduating, senior years cut short. And we were just kind of like, well, we have all this free time and like, you know, can't really go out and do things everything's closed um but we you know could still hang out with each other and do stuff so that was how we started just two single cows trying to um pursue life and happiness and we're both no longer single sorry Rachel if you want to keep that to yourself (laughs) at first when you said sorry Rachel I'm like why would that affect me you not being single (laughs) (laughs) lol no I mean I will I think we're in such I mean not really but we are in a different stage of life because we also started it like freshly post-grad whereas now Mm -hmm. we like I mean yeah we're post-grad but I wouldn't describe us as post-grad you know like we've been out Mm -hmm. of school for a couple years now like 
mm-hmm. were kind of more in, I guess, mid twenties, like adult yeah, era. Era. It's weird because we really only graduated like two years ago, but it feels like so much longer. No, it's almost three. It'll be three years in May. Oh shoot, you're right. It's 2023. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it really. We are not post grad by any means. Um. Yeah, it is weird too. We're like hiring someone who's fresh out of school, and I'm just, you know, a lot of his activities are similar to ones that I did in school, and I'm like, but that life is so like far beyond me. It seems now, or like far beyond in my history. So it's just really weird how life happens, but. But yeah, and we're both obviously we're not living at with our families anymore. We're both on our own. So I think and I think 2022 is a pretty big transitional mm-hmm. year for both of us. Um, me, especially because I moved out early last year, about a year ago. And that was just a huge adjustment. And you'd been out on your own, but I feel like you still had a lot with grad school and you switched jobs and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, last year, I think how I describe it to people was I think until last year for me, it was like so much in terms of like work and school and like getting involved in other things like I feel like there's a lot of hard work and like I don't know it's like a lot of work but then I'm hoping that hopefully this year or next year is like when I get to like reap the rewards of that mm-hmm. um but yeah last year was definitely a lot for me and that's one of the reasons like we couldn't really record was I was just so busy like honestly last semester y'all oof, it kicked my butt in grad school which was fine but then it was like on tip the end of the day the last thing I wanted to do was try to like make a peppy funny podcast you know because I was just like <laughs> dead so yeah like, it, there would have been no good output from that you know I really admire how you do like the full-time work and grad school because just full-time work just kills me as it is you know it's a struggle but um Shoot, what was my thought? I had a thought. Why does this always happen, especially when we're recording? Um, Oh, yeah, as far as just the podcast not being able to record. I think for both of us, like, we both are very busy gals. Um, You especially with the work in grad school. Uh, Mine stuff's more, um, like, We're both busy, though. We're both busy. Yeah, it's, like, church, work, family, um, all that. But I think part of the fun of the podcast when we first started it was just the – ability to like just have something fun like a fun sort of creative outlet and like a Mm -hmm. hobby but then because we're both such ambitious gals I think it sort of turned into like this other to-do list like we would do like a weekly bible reflection like on Instagram and we would take turns doing it and we would try to post all this stuff and I already do like social media for you know my career job so it was just kind of like a lot to like okay well now I need to post for this other thing and it's like more screen time and we both kind of hate screen time we neither of us really like social media that much either in all honesty yeah as far as using it for like personal use um and so I think it kind of became like just like another item on the to-do list and then kind of lost its fun that way and so I think for me at least this year I want to bring it back to like we do it as a way to have fun and like when we actually have something fun to say because otherwise I mean no one wants to listen to something if you're just like forcing it out and like you know Mm -hmm. you want to be intentional with like your goals and everything but for us this is more of just like a fun sort of side hobby so um but anyhow do you have anything else on that or should we move on to our 2023 (laughs) new year's resolutions no I mean I I agree with everything you said I think we just are looking to have more fun with this and honestly it's probably more fun to listen to like when you can tell that we are like 
enjoying what we're talking about or excited, you know, so I agree with everything um, you just said. We also, too, um, I was, like, sick for a lot of December, and I picked up some new hobbies, one of which being watching football. Um, So we want to have a big, or maybe not a big episode, but we want to do something about the playoffs or Super Bowl coming up. Yeah, honestly, y'all, so I've been a football girl my whole life. I'm, like, (laughs) one of the worst, like, bro girls, whatever. Like, I just, like, was raised into a family that really cared about sports, and so I care too much about sports now. But Megan was never, like, a big sports girly. Which is yeah, funny because really. I feel like your family does like sports a lot. But well, you that's just... the thing. My brother's, like, obsessed with sports. So, like, I remember when I was, like, a kid, he would be, like, screaming at the TV. And it was just, like, too aggressive for my, like, little people pleaser self. That I would basically just kind of hide out in my room because I didn't want to be around all the, like, the screaming family members. I was like, why are they getting so into this? Like, calm down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. But, like, because I always sort of understood the rules of most games because I grew up, like, watching it with my brother at times. But I never got super into it because he was just so into it. It felt like I didn't need to be super into it because he was, like, obsessed with it. Like, knows all the stats, like, all the things. Um, But then, honestly, it kind of started this past Thanksgiving. I remember watching the Thanksgiving Day games with my mom and getting pretty into it. But then when I was, like, sick for December and really had to cut back and, like, stay home for, like, two to three weeks on end, I was, like, I have all this time. And I'm, like, lonely because I haven't been doing anything. You know, I haven't been able to leave my house. And I just started watching games just for fun and got super into it. And it has just continued for, like, the remainder of the season. Like, every Sunday, I'm, like, oh, I can't wait to watch football. Like, who's on when? <laughs> like, watching teams that, like, like, I've become kind of a 49ers fan. They're in San Francisco. That is the other side of the country. But their quarterback's just so young, and, you know, he's kind of a cutie, and I just think he's, like, very inspirational, and he's, like, my age, which also kind of makes me feel like I've done nothing with my life, but whatever, you know? Um, And I've just gotten super into it. It's such a fun sport. Also, speaking of both things, of football players being your age and just football in general, the night we're recording this is the national championship for college football. Um, I don't really care about either team, but I'm going to say – go frogs because i don't really care for georgia but anyways the quarterback <laughs> for georgia the frogs hmm? which team is the frogs or which like schools? dcu they're the horned frogs and then georgia's the bulldogs but the georgia know. quarterback is 25 years old he's my age he's older than me oh i remember we talked about this on new year's eve and i'm like how is this man older than me and so, like it, like we were just talking about how we're no longer post grad like we're too old to be post grad this man is still an undergrad <laughs> that's so true there's always that one super senior you know yeah he's just like he just doesn't i don't know i just had to share that cuz i just thought that was so funny but so I mean, at, least, at least he's, like, playing football. He's doing, like, something. He's not just, like, that awkward super senior that yeah. keeps failing. And, I mean, know? he has taken his team to the national championship two years in a row, and they won it last year, and they'll probably win it this year. So it's not like he's a failure 25-year-old, but it's, like, bro. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I'm ready to hop into resolutions if you are. Yeah. Do you – I kind of – it's funny when I wrote mine this year because I, like, use this old journal that I – used to use kind of for work but then it was like running out of notes pages and mm-hmm. I just kind of used it as like sort of ideas or just as like an extra sort of spare notebook and so it was funny when I came across mine because I came across my 2021 and my 2022 mm-hmm. resolutions and 2022 I think we did an episode 
on this going into either last year or the year before. No, I think it was, it would have only been last year. I don't think we had Peachy in 2020. Um, but it was just, like, funny because last year, I think you had given me this idea, but I wrote them as, like, a leaving in 2021 and bringing it into 2022. Oh, yeah, we did do an episode. And then, like, this. starting. Yeah, I feel like your pastor had talked about or something, and that's how yeah. I like, structured mine last year. Which I really liked, but it was also just kind of funny because a lot of the, like, leaving in 2021 ones that I had, like, some of them have definitely gotten better. Like, you know, these were my 2022 ones. But some of them, I was just, like, like one of them was, like, excessive drinking, which I feel like I don't do, you know, as much as I did in college and stuff. But, like, you could argue in some ways certain nights that was worse than in 2020. <laughs> you could you know? argue to play devil's advocate. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? To play devil's advocate, you could argue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, um, you know, anyway, that one just made me laugh especially. And then clutter I did get super into decluttering which I've mostly and I think it's interesting though because I feel like looking at some of these like almost like perfectionism and burnout and those also made me chuckle because I really burned myself out by the end of 2022 I think that's why my body was like so sick like literally like three weeks in December I was just like so horribly ill it was just like a sinus infection respiratory thing but like it was really bad and like usually like once a year I feel like I get pretty badly sick but it was funny though because it just felt like I had used everything my like body had for like the rest of the year and it was just like we're done we can't do anymore yeah but I think it was kind of like an important reminder of like you know everyone gets excited about the new year I especially do but like you want to set things that are one sustainable but it's also like you're always going to be like sort of striving for these things especially sort of these more like big picture like mindset goals you kind of have to work on those like little by little each day and like continuously. Cause it's easy to say, like, Oh, well I really want to like not burn myself out and not be a perfectionist, but it's like, okay, well how do I do that? How can I like prioritize excellence over perfectionism? Ooh, and, I love like, that. Be like more disciplined in what I'm mm-hmm. doing and not just like killing myself over stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm a very task oriented person. So all mine are, or not all mine, but most of mine are like, pretty like measurable because like you know I used to be like oh be more patient what does that mean how yeah. do I, you know at the end of the year how can I look back and say oh I was more patient you know like I feel like I have mm-hmm. to give myself like actual things to do or like yeah something to check off because otherwise it's like or even like oh don't burn yourself out like okay that's like how are you supposed to do that you know versus yeah. like if you were like oh you know leave work at this time or whatever but some of that's like outside of your control anyways so Mm -hmm. yeah I tried to make mine more task oriented this year because obviously for 2022 it was like helpful but didn't really (laughs) uh, pan out okay do you want to start off I can yeah mine are kind of I sort of separate mine in sections too, but they don't have like a ton. I try to like really limit myself to just like a couple bullet points under each section. And even Mm -hmm. then, because some of them were things like I've already been doing. So it was just kind of like continue this. And then I like highlighted the ones that I actually wanted to like, you know, focus on. But for like faith, did you do yours in sections out of curiosity? Because then we can just go sections by sections. No, I only have five and they're all kind of random. So you can, you can do whatever (laughs) you want, girl. If you want to start with faith, though, I have one that's kind of related to faith, so you can 
start with that if you want. Okay, yeah. I For Faith, it's funny because mine are Loki kind of vague, but um, like reading them again now, I'm like, wait, these are still vague. But um, the two I have highlighted are more frequent personal and God-focused like prayer time and then daily encounter with scripture, either like reading or like listening to like I'm Catholic and so most Catholics probably know about Father Mike who has the Bible in a year podcast and now he's doing the catechism in a year podcast which is like all of like the Catholic doctrine and so I had started the Bible in a year in 2021 and only got like I think maybe three or four months in and then quit and then 2022 I started it again and I made it a lot farther I think I I'm at like September or something. Oh, wow. But I have not been listening to it the last like couple of months. So I kind of have fallen off the wagon wheel for that. So I want to try to either, that's why I kept this one so loose because it's like I want to be spending more time in scripture. But like realistically, it's like because now that he has the catechism in a year, I've been listening to that and it's a little bit easier to like understand and follow more or less. Because mm-hmm. the Bible ones, he would kind of structure it as like different books of the Bible on different days so it was kind of like and he would pick ones that kind of went together but for me it felt like okay well we read Genesis but then we read like Job and like all these different so it felt like you weren't actually like getting anywhere sort of was his bible in a year was his bible in a year um chronological like yes and no like it had like the narrative books that were chronological Mm -hmm. I think but then he would like throw in like psalms with like Oh. when we were doing like David so it was like sort yeah, yeah. of but like he would add okay. in like the wisdom and like other sort of books with other stuff okay. that like sort of supplemented mm-hmm. the narrative readings which like was helpful but for like the way my brain worked I feel like it was just so much for my like attention span yeah that's a lot and especially like listening to it as opposed to like sitting there and reading with it which I tried to sit and read with it a couple times but it just like didn't stick and so what I like about the catechism in a year is it's, like, it's very much in order. So it's, like, mm-hmm. okay, look, we're on this page now, you know? Yeah. Um, and that I've been trying to do while reading as well because otherwise I just space out. Like, I listened to it this morning while I was driving to work. And when I was driving home to work, I was, like, oh, I should listen to today's episode. And then I was, like, having this internal dialogue of, like, yeah, no, I don't think I listened earlier. Then I was, like, wait, didn't I listen to it already? <laughs> and then I looked and it said played. And I was, like, the fact that I couldn't remember that I listened to this a few hours ago so I'm like maybe I do need to just get back and just actually like read along because I did that for a couple nights last week and it was very satisfying and I got so much more out of it and I like even took notes and stuff and they're only like 20 minute episodes so like I should be able to do that but then you know other stuff gets in the way and you know it gets put on the back burner so anyway long story short I want to try to because it's something I really admire about you too I know you are like good about you know spending time in God's word and like actually reading the bible as most christians should (laughs) so it's funny i didn't really start doing it until like actually because i would like you know read the verse of the day or i would do like devos or i'd read like you know the book of romans or something but i wouldn't like read it front to back until last year i remember i was like in this one bible study and all the other girls were like yeah they did um the bible recap which is like a chronological Bible in a year thing and I was like mm-hmm. oh I don't really read the Bible like outside of like you know specific plans or whatever mm-hmm. but what I started is like last year I started reading the Bible I read it for like 10 minutes as every day or as many days as I can but I didn't mm-hmm. give myself like a time limit of like I need to finish this whenever so like right now I'm in Job 
and I started mm-hmm. last year but it's like I would rather read it as much as I can versus being like you have to finish it in the year because like I'm one of those people and I think I've said this before and here where it's like if I get to like if I miss a couple days or whatever I'm like well I'm already behind guess I'll just give mm-hmm. it up <laughs> guess I'll yeah. never read it again uh-huh so I I just try to read it like I mean I do prioritize it during the weekdays it's mainly the weekends that you know throw me off or like if I'm traveling or something but like I think if you were just trying to pursue spending time in God's word like that is like that's where the you know growth comes it's not like oh cool you can check it off like it shouldn't just be like a checkbox thing you know exactly yeah yeah I like that I was thinking about that today earlier too I was like the fact I can even remember that I did this maybe I need to just prioritize like making it more quality time over quantity time Mm -hmm. But then also prioritizing it so that it does happen more often, you know, because, yeah, even with Bible in a year, that's definitely what it became was just like a box to check. But then part of me was like, well, it's better to like listen and get like some out of it rather than not mm-hmm. listen at all, which, okay, true. But I know it's hard to find that balance, I think, of like, you know, not just making it a checkbox, but then also like not just being like, oh, well, I don't have time to focus on this today because I think that's what I started mm-hmm. to do with bible year when i first gave it up like four months in in 2021 and then even like eight nine months in in 2022 really it was honestly this is such a lame excuse but when it started to get cold again <laughs> i would be waking up like i like have so much trouble getting out of bed when it's cold outside like it's really depressing um and so i would be getting up late and then running late to like get mm-hmm. ready for work and everything because i would usually listen to it during my like morning routine of getting ready and so once I would like was waking up later and didn't have time to like listen to her I was rushing then I stopped and then it just continued to be stopped so yeah I think another thing I found with reading the bible is like I used to well I used to read at night and then I was like okay every time I try to read it at night I'm not really retaining it Mm -hmm. and so then I would read the more I don't know but I feel like what I've learned is like like you just have to find time to to like you know read it or listen to it or whatever because I think each season is different like or like now I work from home so I just I can read it you know in the morning it's easy whereas like other people who like live different lifestyles they can't do that so I think just like finding time and like you know like in the winter if it's hard to listen to it in the morning like maybe doing it at night or something or Mm -hmm. you know I feel like because I think I would always try to force myself to do it the same time and when it didn't work I was like well, I guess it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. That's a good idea. Because I feel like life does come in seasons, but we're very all or nothing. So it's like, oh, yeah. well, I missed the morning one. So let me do it tonight. And it's funny because this morning when I was listening to the episode that I couldn't even remember listening to, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll probably have time later tonight. But I was like, well, what if I don't? I should just try to do it now. Like, I have time now. But then, like, you know, but in a way, it's good because since I didn't pay attention to it maybe I can listen to it again tonight and actually read along and then like mm-hmm. be like what I missed you know yeah but anyhow other things I had under faith were just continuing with like monthly confession which I'm kind of already doing and then like holy hours which I do I was doing like twice a week in 2022 holy hours in just like spending an hour with God type thing um Catholics have something called adoration which I don't want to get super into but basically it's where we go and like pray in the presence of Christ essentially. And um, I was doing one every Tuesday, but 
I've decided to like cut that back because it was right after work where I couldn't like make it there on time. And I was literally driving like a maniac to get there on time. Oh my God. Every week for the last like six months or so. And last time I was in confession, I was like, I think I'm gonna have to give this up because like I feel bad. I volunteered for it because they need like a certain amount of people to be in the chapel just for like safety purposes. So they need like two people per hour and they needed someone for the specific time slot. But it just got to the point where I was like, I cannot make it at this time. Like, it was so hard to try to leave work on time. And, like, even no matter how early I would get in and then try to leave early, like, stuff would just happen around when I was trying to leave. And then I would be snapping at coworkers or, like, resenting them in my head for making me late. I'm like, this isn't godly, you know? Like, yeah, it's a counterproductive. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm going to kill someone on the road. And I, like. You're going to send them up so that they can pray in the presence of Christ. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it was really bad like and it, it every week it would stress me out so much and then I would get there like late and I'd be like I'm so sorry god and I would just feel terrible and it's funny because last time I went to confession I like this is like a recent thing I decided to let go of but I was kind of nervous you know because it felt like letting that go was like oh am I choosing work over god because like mm-hmm. that's the main reason I can't make it is because I'm always stuck late at work or like even but even when I'd leave on time I would still just with traffic be running late but um, and the priest was so nice. He was like, it sounds like that time's just not working for you. Like, it's okay. You know, yeah. like, he's like, but it sounds like the holy hour itself is working for you. So like, try to like, you know, make time for that another time in your week at like a better time. He's like, you don't have to sign up for it. Like, just go when you're able and like, go spend time with God. And, and it was just nice. Cause I'm very much one of those, like, well, you know, this had a purpose. I was volunteering, yeah. you know, and it's like, am I doing this for the right reasons? Or am I just trying to like, prove that I'm helping the church you know um and then the other one I had was just living like a child of Christ and like surrendering to him which is more of like not as tangible but just like a mindset reminder that's that's honestly been like my mindset for the year too and my church always does like kind of like a word of the year and our year or word of the year is like surrender so that's a good word for God you know yeah, I'm like, I definitely need that. Because we're both such control freaks that it's like, surrender would do us both good. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, mine ended up being a long no, you're fine. Of, I just but... have, so my resolutions, I just have like five kind of random ones. But one of them, I mean, I guess they're all like, I don't know. <laughs> Only one of them is really related to church. But, and it's re- related to like, outside of church. So I serve a lot in church. And I'm actually like, I kind of work for the church too with their kids department and so I do that a lot and like in other sometimes I'll serve like on other days and stuff at the church but I've like noticed I'm like I only really ever serve at church which is great and like obviously like it's good to serve God's people but at the same time it's like a lot of the, the kids I serve like they're there every week so I can kind of assume that their parents are probably saved and you know like mm. I'm like I want to kind of get out of that so I um, and I like having like numeric goals sometimes. So I wrote serve three times outside of church. So and it doesn't even necessarily have to be serving, it could just be like volunteering of some sort. So like hmm, I, 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 like I will say I tried serving at a food pantry last year. Not my jam, not my jam. <laughs> um, it just made me like really sad, I guess, like getting into the community. I don't know. But like there are, you know, like different like um you know, pregnancy resource centers and mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of, I live in a very like tech focused um, city and we have like a kind of like a STEM college here and they always need like volunteers for like 
you know, STEM outreach and especially like with little kids. And actually I used to do, I used to be a pen pal for like a STEM kid at my um, old job oh, and cute. stuff like that. So I'm like, I would like to like pick that up back up again or like, you know, they always need like volunteers, obviously like in schools and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I just wrote three times, but that should be pretty doable. And I think it'd be fun to like get to get out there. Cause again, it's like, obviously it's awesome to like, serve and support the church but at the same time it's like I want like other people to kind of see God who maybe don't see it as much yeah. um I don't know I just seemed to be cool and I think it's also good for because like honestly the reason I couldn't really do the, the food pantry was because it was really sad like seeing just like the reality of a lot of people's lives but at the same time mm-hmm. it, it is like really good for you to see versus like kind of like staying in your bubble of like mm-hmm. whatever it's good to like you know see how people who live you know like 10 minutes on the road from your living um Mm -hmm. so that's my one of my goals is just volunteering outside of church I like that I feel like it's also too like sort of what your skill sets are and where your heart leads you you know like maybe the food pantry just isn't as good of like a fit for your skills and whatnot you know regards yeah and I think God will lead you to where you are most beneficial you know like Mm -hmm. I think I or I know I work pretty well with kids so even if I go work with kids in like a school or like just like outside a church setting I think that'd be good but yeah I definitely agree with that where it's like you shouldn't force yourself to do something like um ultimately like however you serve God whether it's in church or out of church or wherever like you should mm-hmm. find joy from it and if you don't then like maybe that's not like what God is calling you to do mm-hmm. yeah it's always interesting to see like where sort of the spirit leads like one thing I've been pondering I have it as like a miscellaneous resolution Mm because I haven't like fully decided on it but my church has like a youth group like Sunday nights for like high school kids and I was like thinking about volunteering for it and I feel like I've had enough run-ins with like the priest that does it and then Mm -hmm. um this other guy I know who does it and it was funny because last time I ran into one kid and he was like or actually, he I, I've run into him. And he's like, it's like, oh yeah, we need volunteers. And he was kind of talking more to my boyfriend because I guess they needed more male volunteers at the time. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I've been thinking about doing that. He's like, yeah, we're like good on girls. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, but no, I mean, you could still help. Like he was mm-hmm. just like teasing, kind of. But then he texted me like a few days later and was like, actually, we do need more female volunteers. So like, you should help out. And I was like, honestly, I have kind of been thinking about it. Like, you know, I'm down to or whatever. And then he sent me the person who's in charge of it like her phone number and told me to text her and so I texted her and then it was funny that night at church I happened to go to like a different mass time and the priest who runs it was like oh I'm off to youth group he's like you should really help out with that and I was like yeah you know I I was thinking about it like James was texting me about it so I, I think I might and so I reached out to the girl who does it and she never got back to me so like I don't know if it's just not meant to be or like I had the wrong number but I'm kind of just that all happened and then I pretty much got sick after that it was only like a month ago so it's like not like I would have been able to and obviously the holidays and everything they were probably just busy but it's one of those things that I'm like hmm does God want me to do this does he not because I'm like I'm getting all these yeses but then the fact the person never you know responded I don't know if it was just like oh they don't need people or just missed the message but anyhow we'll see where God leads me there um do you want to do maybe one of your other ones and then? Yeah, sure. Um, so one of mine 
and I guess this does kind of tie with, so I serve um, at church a lot with uh, special needs kids. So on my, and a lot of them are, um, sorry, I keep saying, um, I'm like so rusty on this. A lot of them are nonverbal. And actually like right before Christmas, we served this like pair of, or maybe it was more than a pair of deaf girls, which was just so sweet because it's, I don't know. I just think it's so sweet. And I have never, like, I don't know how to communicate with deaf people, you know? So my resolution this year is to learn sign language. And like, I found like a free, it's not really a course, but just like this guy makes like these videos um, teaching like sign language. So that's what I've um, been doing the past couple weeks. And that's like one of my resolutions. Cause I just think, cause when you think about it, it's like, there are so many people who, whether they're like, deaf or mute or um they're just like nonverbal and like autistic like they don't use words to communicate and when you think about it like that's like a you know it's obviously like the majority of the population that's still a, a large percent of the world who like can't communicate with anyone which is kind of mm-hmm. sad when you think about it um and actually one of the women at my church was saying that she used to work in like retail or something and she would actually have to use it like a lot more than you would think um yeah. also I saw this this is not really related but kind of <laughs> I saw this video of um so Waka Flocka is a rapper and whatever anyways <laughs> he was like at like some festival rapping and like at a lot of um uh concerts like different events they will have like sign language interpreters and anyways the sign language interpreter was like super hype and like it and like he's out there throwing gang signs and she's like signing whatever it was just so funny um, that is so funny. but it's like when you think about it, it's like you know there there's like a huge like portion of the world who kind of is probably cut off or alienated by a lot of society just because they can't communicate like obviously a lot of them can mm-hmm. read and whatnot but, and like maybe read lips or whatever but mm-hmm. it made me kind of sad and it was actually i was literally crying since these deaf girls came like right before christmas and a couple of, um the instructors knew how to sign so they were like signing like the christmas story to them i was just like that's wild like because when you think about like obviously god has called us to like spread you know the good news and some people probably haven't really seen it or at least maybe they've read it or whatever but they haven't like actually really been like it's like told or whatever face to face about it Mm -hmm. and it's like that's such like a privilege to be able to tell someone that and i don't know i just that like really touched my heart so i just want to learn that and i also think it's so good for me because like i am i'm still in grad school um this is my last semester thank the lord but still in grad school and like I work obviously as a good data scientist so I'm doing like like I think like the part of my brain that's always engaged is like the science and math part and obviously like Mm -hmm. learning the language like engages a different part of your brain and I think it's just good to like you Mm. know keep learning and challenging myself in that way so and after that this is not this is like in the future I used to know Spanish decently and I want to get back into that Mm-hmm. I don't know I just like I want to be able to talk to everyone <laughs> and they're probably like that. no please don't <laughs> they're, honestly the deaf kids are probably like so thankful they don't have to hear me like blab on for you they're know like, every day Patriots show sounds horrible yeah thank god we can't listen to it I know so now <laughs> I, I, I can like I, I can like sign it for them and they're like no <laughs> that's anyway. funny that's so beautiful how you described that I love that I remember, yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, the sign language thing is, I feel like, a lot more common than you would think. Like, um, yeah, I remember at my previous church, there was someone 
I guess we'd go to the masses and they had an interpreter that would like say everything and I would always get distracted like looking and just you know at the interpreter and like with the different because it's such a cool thing sign language in general just the fact you can like just communicate with your hands like all these different things you know like because the I don't know it's interesting to me because I feel like the English language like there's so many different words and mm-hmm. verbs and all of that you know um that just doing it all with your hands is I, I went also... to like sorry go on Oh, I was just gonna say I went through a phase in middle school I remember where me and my friend like were really into sign language and like you know tried to learn like the alphabet and like the basic things and it was really cool yeah I was gonna say I wonder because I know like right now I'm learning ASL which is American Sign Language but I'm like I wonder if each language really has their own version or Mm. if they all just like I wonder if you can say like if friend in English is friend in like if someone from France would understand that sign yeah, like, it doesn't England make, even, I wonder. Because I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me that France would have a different sign for the same word. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I don't know. Anyways. Even, yeah, what you said about Spanish, too, um, just to echo off that. Because, yeah, you minored in Spanish. I remember I came very close to minoring in Spanish because I really liked it. and was pretty good my couple years that I almost minored in it. But we, um, my mom and I help out with this Christmas dinner at my church every year year and a lot of the people we end up serving are like speak or even like that volunteer with us are like Spanish speaking mm-hmm. and like you know some speak some English but on Christmas Eve I was helping with like decorating and there were these two other Hispanic guys there that were you know sort of you know probably our age maybe a couple a few mm-hmm. years older than me but like you know close enough in age and one of them spoke pretty good English and the other one spoke some English definitely more Spanish but you know since I still remember some Spanish I was like you know saying some things and I'm always like oh I can speak poquito you know (laughs) poquito espanol (laughs) because they'll like ask me like apples espanol and I'm like poquito which just means a little bit yeah and um but like it was really fun going back and forth and like you know asking them different things and then giving up and pulling out google translate and like even other stuff even though I'm not as involved in that church anymore um there's been like other things I've helped out with there where because it's, it's just a very like sort of Hispanic area and so there's a big population of like Hispanics that go there um but it's like always fun trying to because they're always so nice and like patient and like it's just fun like teaching each other the different mm-hmm. words and just that community but like I feel like every year I'm like man I want to like get back on to Duolingo and like learn the mm-hmm. basics of Spanish but then I never actually do but also, that just reminded me, I remember you and I, when you still, I think this was, like, in college or whatever, when we both were still, like, living with our parents, I think it was during, like, a winter break, for whatever reason, I remember we went to the 8 a.m., like, mass or something, or whatever it was called, and I remember that there were these, like, women who were praying the Lord's Prayer in Spanish. Hmm. So I remember they were, like, Nuestro Padre in it's time to yellow um but it's a, and actually it's funny because i ha- there's a couple worship songs i listen to in spanish um i just think it's so cool they have can, some fun ones yeah i think it's so cool that you can like worship god obviously in like other languages and mm-hmm. speak to people in other languages but yeah that's awesome that you were able to like i also think that they because i think sometimes i get embarrassed i'm like oh i don't want to like make it seem like i'm making fun of them or like i don't want to sound stupid but it's like they are probably just so appreciative that you're even trying to communicate with them you know like Exactly. Yeah, I think that most, 
I think, yeah, I sometimes have that fear too, but most of the time it is the latter where they're just like, oh, like you can speak some, like even if it's only like a couple words. Yeah, like, they probably think it's fun. It's like, it's like almost like, you know, like when you're talking to like a little kid and you're trying to like help them with something, like you're not oh, mad yeah. at the little kid because they don't know. You're just like, oh, well, let me show you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely just that effort that they appreciate, but. Um, see, do you have anything else on that? No, nope. I feel like I don't want to go as in depth with my other goal. I mean, honestly, the faith one I think was like kind of the biggest one because mm-hmm. it's the biggest like new one. But I have like some financial goals, but honestly, it's mainly just like paying off my water heater that I got last year, <laughs> which I honestly could pay off now, but it would like pretty much leave me high and dry. So I'm trying to like get a little more from that one's like easy. I should be able to do it, but. And then I have just kind of, like, either pay off my car and or save, like, a few months of, like, living expenses. So, like, just have that, like, emergency sort of budget. I've been listening to a lot of Dave Ramsey, who's very much, like, pay off all your debt, like, no matter Mm -hmm. what the savings, the interest rate is. Which, like, I kind of agree with, but then it's also, like, I don't want to be down to, like, basically no savings with and, you know and he says to have like a baby thousand dollar savings account but like in this inflation like yeah. and they're actually saying they're saying that in this economy um to focus on savings in case we enter a recession yeah which so. i kind of like agree with you know there's also one of our friends as a potential later episode has like he is an insurance agent who just can't stand what Dave Ramsey has to say about insurance and it's made him miss out on a lot of sales so he really wants to have an episode devoted to why he disagrees with Dave Ramsey on a number of matters so we may or may not have that um, it would be entertaining he does get really animated about it so it's pretty funny I but feel like we don't want to like he's a good guy you know I don't want to like totally and the thing is I think if I think his like principles aren't good but I just don't think it applies to everyone you know what I mean like one method is not going to work for everyone so if someone right who can't really because like his is very like I feel like from what I understand very hardcore and like it's very like cookie cutter kind of yeah there's like no give there's like no room to give yeah and I think some people that's just so like there's too many unknowns in their life especially like families and stuff like you can't plan what's going on around you Mm -hmm. and I just like yeah that's gonna be not a good strategy for them but it could be a good strategy for someone else who's like a more I don't know I just think and that's like with any you know advice or method of anything where you can't just like take something point blank and think that it's gonna work for you you know like you might have to alter it some exactly yeah it's like I think he it's like you said I think he has good principles and like good ideas and I think that his stuff can help some people especially people that are like very debt prone Mm -hmm. but I think if you're like generally pretty good with money yeah it's like he's helpful but you don't have to like ride or die on everything he says yeah um and then yeah my other like little financial points were just like increasing retirement contributions like once I'm able to save more and get rid of my debt I have some going in but like just not as much as I would like and then honestly the biggest one that I actually have highlighted isn't very tangible but just the like quit the comparing and like scarcity mindset like it's gonna Mm. be frugal but I think sometimes I can be like oh like I can't afford whatever and it's like calm down like you're fine you know what I mean um to just have that mindset of like remembering like okay no like I'm saving for this purpose and it's like 
this is how I'm choosing to like live my life and whatnot and not just having this like oh everything's so expensive and like I'm screwed you know but like kind of just making the most of like what I have and being grateful for what I have Mm -hmm. and then not comparing myself to like either others in sense of like either finances or even just in general Mm -hmm. you know um but yeah yeah no I love that you um set up like the scarcity mindset because I've always lived out of a scarcity mindset and I think I, I listened to a podcast or a book or something that said that a lot of that comes out of like fear like you're just like afraid of like I'm not gonna have this money like when I need it like I'm not gonna have my savings mm-hmm. or whatever so like you're like like I'm it's funny because they actually I've like read um studies and stuff that about um kind of like how much you make versus how much you like save and how much you're willing to spend and it's funny because it's like like when I was doing my like yearly review of how much I spent and stuff last year it's like the more I make I, the less I end up spending because I'm so like almost more afraid to lose it that I'm like I need to save mm-hmm. it all and I need to hoard it and blah 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 and whatever mm-hmm. but like on my budget sheets for this year I there's this verse that I cannot remember what like book or whatever it's from but it's just like teach those who are rich to not like rely on their money which is so unreliable and I think that's what I try to do where I'm like oh if I save all this money then like if a recession hits I'll be fine or whatever and it's almost like I'm trying to control my life with my savings Mm -hmm. and that obviously doesn't work also I'm literally in the book of Job right now and we kind of you know (laughs) yeah you know so it's like yeah you don't need to live out of like God will provide for you what he what you need um and also like you can't play god with your money and that's what i think i've always tried to do like and i don't think i really fully realized that but like i would get like so stressed about budget and things i you know i'm an engineer i'm not live you know i'm not like living off pennies a day but you would probably think i was because i'm like it's funny though because i feel like i'll either drop like hundreds on something i did not need but like little things i'm like oh my gosh i can't get the regular brands like i have to get the off-brand advil or whatever you know yeah yeah yeah. and i'm like rachel (laughs) make it make sense but um yeah i think that's a good thing like to live like responsibly but like still like in an abundance mindset and not being like i don't know and like also with comparison i totally feel that i think it's so hard and like i'm fasting from social media for my 21 days of prayer and fasting that my church does but I feel like social media will also make me like especially with vacations and trips where people like are taking all these trips and I'm like how do you have the money to do that like how do you have the PTO right. like yeah I weren't you on a trip last week I, I don't understand like I'm trying to do whatever but and it's like yeah. okay Rachel like, their life does not affect you you have no idea what their like financial life looks like their work life and it shouldn't mm-hmm. matter whether it's good or bad that still doesn't affect you like yeah exactly. focus on you <laughs> like yeah. what makes you or like especially if it's a place or when people like go skiing and stuff like I don't even like skiing so why would I be like <laughs> you know like why does that affect no, me? Totally it does that. <laughs> I know it's so social makes it so hard to like not compare like even like other people's outfits sometimes I'm like I feel like I'm wearing all the same stuff but it's like it's fine it's literally fine um do you have any ones that you want to share? I'm trying to go through mine quickly. Um, so I my next one was to make eight new recipes. So, I mean, I cook for myself basically all the time. And part of my, you know, scarcity mindset is that I, like, hate spending money on food. Um, <laughs> and especially like, going that. out to eat. Like, I hate going out to eat. And mm-hmm. it's funny because now that I'm, like, dating someone, I feel like we go out to eat more because, like, 
so much easier or whatever but I'm like I only like going out to eat if it's like a social thing like if it's like meeting up with a bunch of friends I haven't seen or something like that but anyways mm-hmm. I always kind of make the same things and especially last like fall when I was so busy like I don't really I have a very bland taste in food like I can literally have chicken rice and veggies and be perfectly fine like mm-hmm. but a lot of people think that's so gross you need all this other stuff whatever so I'm just trying to like kind of expand like what I know how to make and stuff just because like especially being home for the holidays like my mom puts so much effort into what she makes where she'll spend like hours making a meal um I think there's something that's honestly so like I don't know if I want to say pure but almost like pure about that where it's like it's such a traditional thing of like you know the mom spending so much time making food and in a lot of cultures Mm -hmm. like making food is like especially like um honestly a lot of especially like outside of American culture like East Asian cultures and stuff like that like spending the afternoon making the meal that your family's gonna have is like the ultimate expression of love where it's like like yeah I made all this stuff for you essentially to like nourish you and something that you could enjoy and I just think it's like Mm -hmm. a good thing so anyways I wanted to just make new recipes because I feel like I always just make the same stuff which I enjoy but it's like it's good to like challenge myself and whatever so today I made lamb ragu it was pretty good it was fancy I know it sounds so fancy but it's really just it's kind of just like bolognese but with lamb but I had these I don't know it was like fun I'm like I understand like why people it was kind of stressful because I was like I had to start making it early so I had to like flex my time with work so I could start making it early mm-hmm. and then like get back to work and like I had to let it simmer for a while but like it is fun so I try to teach yourself like different techniques and whatnot so yeah that's one of my mm-hmm. resolutions is to just make new like make more new recipes. I love how like tangible and attainable you made that too. I had pretty much like the same thing mm-hmm. but um in my health category, one of mine was learn more healthy recipes and eat healthy meals with protein. But, like, that's so vague. You know what I mean? I love how yours is, like, so specific. But That's what I need, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, yeah, I've definitely, like, you've been eating more. I feel like I've been eating out more, but just, like, on dates and stuff. And, obviously, I'm not, like, paying for that. So, like, honestly, God bless my boyfriend because I would, like, never afford to eat out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, not to sound broke, but it is kind of, like, a running joke, even if, like, something comes up and I get stressed about money, like, you know, my car insurance is this month, so I'm basically broke for January, and he's like, okay, well, if you need me to take you out more, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm, like, just, like, the dog, you know, he just needs stuff, too, but I get more than, He's doing his charity work for the year, taking you out. No, I literally made that joke to my mom today, because she's like, where'd you get that blazer? I was like, oh, it was my, so my boss, like, clothes that are too small for her she'll give to me which is so nice and I was like oh this is like my my boss's old blazer and she's like nice and she's like I need to buy more clothes I was like I haven't had to buy clothes in forever because I keep getting random people's hand-me-downs like even like I don't know if I should say this on here but it's just it's very funny and was very kind but it's also like still mind-boggling to me but my mom like answers the phones at my company and the president of the company's wife calls quite a bit. And, like, you know, we're kind of, like, a smaller company, so everyone kind of, like, knows each other. And so I've met, like, the president of the company's wife, like, a few times. 
and she called my mom one day and was like does Megan want some of these like clothes I have that like my grandkids don't want I'm trying to get rid of them but like they're really nice so I you know I wanted to give them to someone and she gave me like a couple random like outfits basically or like you know it's like I got a pair of pants shirts like a couple dresses and the one dress is so cute and it's so nice and I wear it to and like every time I wear it to work I get so many compliments and it's you know I'm like it's technically not mine like I guess it is now but like it was so sweet but it's like it really does show like God really does provide like when you're you know obviously I mean if I could afford I could go out and buy new clothes if I really wanted to but it's like right now my money's just going towards my savings I'm like I have other things for it so I don't like to spend money on clothes right now but it's just funny how God like provides where you're like oh you know this isn't really in the budget but God's like here's some nice things you know that you know how but I just think it's so funny so like I work from home so I just wear sweats every day that's so nice <laughs> but Megan so got me a pair of sweats for Christmas and they're literally so nice and you know what's funny my other best friend got me a um like a sweatshirt oh nice also got gray. A outfit from I know and I was like I love how everyone just knew I needed that but it's like God really provided me my work it just happens to be sweats, but <laughs> that is so funny. Um, but yeah, on that, just money, healthy clothes. My other like health stuff is pretty much just maintain the same fitness routine and I've been doing. Sydney Cummings, look her up. <laughs> um, and then I want to try to stretch at least once a week, but I guess we're in week two of 2023, and I don't think I've really <laughs> done that yet. But I think that was on mine last year too, but. That's what it's I try, I try to week. stretch, Like, too. I really should just do it, you know? Yeah, because I started stretching a lot more last year. Like, not necessarily on a specific schedule, but I've noticed I feel like certain – I'm not necessarily that much more flexible, but it's not as, like, bad as it was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and then the last one I had in the health category I'm – so, I'm so psycho. <laughs> You're like, oh, I have five goals. I'm like, I have five categories <laughs> of resolutions. But – um, my last one was to just prioritize rest which is again very big but just I feel like I like to just write down like big ideas of like things I yeah. need to improve on because sleep's definitely a big thing alright well that's it for the health category what else do you okay this one's really dumb but it's kind of funny um, I have don't run yellow lights and again that's not like how do I measure that I don't know but I'm not gonna lie y'all I so I've always been kind of a not great driver and it's because <laughs> I just think that you know I'm like oh my guardian angels got me whatever and they're like girl we really don't but <laughs> anyway when you said that it made me think of the time where you like literally almost killed us when we were coming back from yes I know what you're talking about <laughs> Well, that one I didn't see the light, so that's different. But <laughs> it's still bad. But that wasn't me intentionally doing it. But I like, was so on the road every day. I've gotten to the point that, or I, I had gotten to the point where you know, because like sometimes it's like, oh, it just turned yellow. Like, yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Like, if I'm already going like, let's say 50 miles per hour, I'm not gonna slam on the brakes the second it turns yellow. Mm-hmm. But I had worked myself up to the point where it would be yellow turning red, and I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm still gonna go. <laughs> And so there were a couple ones where I was just running red. It's like, it's not a yellow, Rachel. It's like, if that's a red, that, that is a red. And that's so dangerous. And what really, like, shook me was, like, I was driving. Um, it wasn't necessarily at night, but it was, like, obviously after the sun went down or whatever. And there's this one intersection. 
and there were two cars that had gotten into a wreck in the middle of the intersection and I guess it must have just happened because they were still just there and the cops were there and whatever but the cars were just sitting in the middle of the intersection so everyone else had to drive around them Mm -hmm. um and I'm like and it looked like someone it was kind of like a t-bone situation so I think just someone either went too late and like ran it red or the other person turned when they weren't supposed to or something I don't know but anyways Mm -hmm. I was like I really don't like I'm not that important to be anywhere. No one is that important where they, <laughs> you know, need to be somewhere. Like, you can wait for like a three-minute light. And I know, the thing is, the reason I run them is because there, <laughs> there are a couple lights around me where it's, like, they're the really long lights yeah. or whatever. Where it's, like, or you're trying to turn. And it's, like, the turn only happens every, like, six minutes. And you're, like, uh-huh. I can't miss this. But I it's, like, you. but it's, like, no, Rachel. Like, you're fine. But anyways. And I have, I will say, I accidentally ran a yellow but it was much better it was like a very fresh yellow it wasn't like a, <laughs> it wasn't like a, no this is, sounds like it, a lemon a fresh no really it really was because <laughs> but and there have been i will say i've gotten a lot better where if there's a yellow i'll just stop and like old me would have been like oh i got it like because most people when they see yellow they do slow down to me yellow was just green and then red became yellow <laughs> and so then it's like what does red mean <laughs> literally so I'm like okay so I'm not running yellow lights and I'm that is but again I already ran one and like how do I keep up with that in the course of the year I don't know but well it's very specific at least so yeah I just because I always tell myself like and this is gonna sound kind of like concerning but <laughs> I told people this and my people are probably like oh gosh but I was always like you know what if I died in a car wreck like obviously that'd be bad but like I wouldn't really be that pressed about it you know like no one's like really relying on me you know what I mean? <laughs> which that sounds so bad but it's like someday you know I'm gonna have kids and I'm gonna be um, or you know potentially I'll have kids or whatever I'm gonna be a mom and, like a wife and all these things and like people are gonna count on me and it's like I can't just like die because I ran a yellow <laughs> <laughs> and I also think about like when um I'm sorry a lot of people I know I feel like have been having babies lately so I just think think about it where I'm like I would not drive the way that I drive if I had like a baby in the back seat you know what I mean like yeah and so I almost try to sometimes I'll tell myself like Rachel drive like you have a baby in the back seat of your car because it's like otherwise somebody will have a kid <laughs> and I'll have to be like oh wait I had to completely like relearn how to drive That's... in a safe way wow that's a really good point. This also, what you just said, reminds me of the whole, like, at least the, the baby part of how you were reading the book on fertility yes. and I was reading the declutter like a mother. Like, I love how we're just, like, really prepping for motherhood. It's funny. Even though I, we only both, like, just got in relationships, like. And I don't want kids for, for another, like, five yet. years. So exactly. It's, but it's just, like. <laughs> never too soon to prep. <laughs> well, because, like, because I think it's, and it's more of me being a control freak where I'm, like. You know, it's, like, obviously, I guess you technically can become a mom overnight, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I was gonna say literally in seconds, but, like, (laughs) but it's not, like, all of a sudden, like, you're imparted all this wisdom or, like, skills, you know? It's, like, you do kind of have to develop yourself into, like, and not everyone does it. Obviously, some people just kind of have to, like figure it out on the fly but I would kind of like to try to develop myself into a woman who would be a good mom and like responsible mm-hmm. mom and like I can't be like running yellow lights on the way to soccer practice when I have like you know if I'm like carpooling or something like yeah I'm not trying to 
you know be that mom so anyways Mm -hmm. that's that's yeah I was gonna say I just I do feel like there are so many changes that happen but that is a very good point of like there's a lot you should like also you don't read Colleen Hoover do you who is it Colleen Hoover I do not okay I would not recommend anyone of the Christian faith to read (laughs) or anyone of any faith who doesn't want to read um kind of raunchy stuff anyway she makes these like romance novels but they're like very raunchy anyways one of them is called ugly love i'm not going to go too into it but anyone who's read it knows that it's very scarring and now i that's when i really started thinking about driving safely with kids in the car um i have so many questions but i'm guessing it's it's not so appropriate no the actually the the sad part wasn't inappropriate which is really sad um Mm -hmm. for anyone who wants do you want me to tell you megan or no well i don't know is it like a spoiler like will rpg yeah i was gonna say so people can just skip but never i won't tell you it's fine but anyways you'll have to tell me after the episode everyone be safe out there (laughs) damn i was gonna say too what i had a couple thoughts but i don't want to go into like a super deep thing but it is good to drive safer i it's funny because i actually my boyfriend drives a lot more calmly than i do and sometimes I always get, like, annoyed where I'm, like, come on, like, pick up the pace. You know what I mean? But I'm, like, no, that, my I boyfriend like does sh- the same thing. I literally always tell him, like, hey, you know the speed limits? <laughs> literally, you <laughs> do. And I'm, like, when the, like, he usually is always, like, going to pick me up and everything. But the rare moments where I've driven us anywhere, you know, I'm, like, swerving around cars. Like, look, this is how you do it. And I feel like he's, like, chill. But it's, like, really I should be, like, wow, he wants to protect me. Like, that's such a good fatherly husband skill potentially you know but instead I'm just like eh you can go faster you know and it's funny because I, <laughs> I feel like when I was in like high school I remember dating a guy who sped like ridiculously like to the point that it like was kind of scary you know yeah and I was like gosh like what is are like other guys that I've like been with that just were like I feel like guys when they're younger safe. think it's cool like they think they're impressing you by like oh, yeah let's see then how when you fast wake up, you... you're like man what if he had killed me you know yeah I'm glad he just cheated on me and didn't kill me you know? <laughs> like <laughs> put that on a t-shirt please <laughs> literally um but anyhow the other thing or were you gonna say something no you got it um I don't want to get into like a huge soapbox because I know we're already kind of over on time but we're just having such a I didn't time. realize you had five categories <laughs> I'm so sorry um but no what I was gonna say with what you're saying of well can you reread the bullet point that you said of the yellow lights oh, I just said don't run yellow lights see I just feel like that could be applied to a lot of different aspects <laughs> of life. like like I don't know in all seriousness like I've heard things of how like, when you're rushing, like, you don't feel God in those moments when you're, like, mm-hmm. rushing and in a hurry. And so, like, I don't know. I just think that that statement can be applied to many different aspects of life. You know, like, even, like, waiting till marriage and, like, you know, being patient on God's timing. Like, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of things that I think that can be applied to of just kind of, like, being in the present moment and don't, like, rush through everything that you're doing and whatever like blessings mm-hmm. or season like god has you in don't just kind of like rush cares carelessly through it because you want to get on to the next thing but like really Dang, that was good Look favor the moment i don't know man it's getting late i've got a candle lit i'm just thinking but go off i love it i really just need like a motivational message <laughs> let's come back to but 
Anyhow, so that's just some food for thought. I'll, we could have a whole episode on that, to be honest. I really like the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you said it, I, it just inspired me. I was like, this, it's so much, it's about more than the yellow lights, you know? <laughs> Anyhow, the only other thing, I'll try to keep it super quick, but the only other sections I had were, like, friendships, family, and then, like, work. And then I also had miscellaneous, but we won't get into that. Um but for friends, I wanted to just be more intentional about reaching out to people. And I had at least one per week, which I feel like I already have not kept up with. But then also, like, responding to people. I've become, like, a really, really bad texter. Which, like, is fine when you don't want to be on your screen as much and, like, limit screen time. But I feel like there's people that I genuinely care about that will text me. And I'll just truly forget to respond for, like, so, so long. And I'm like, wait, no, I actually care about this person. This isn't just, like, a random stranger, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want to try to be more intentional about that. And then... Just, yeah, like, healthy relationships, boundaries, and whatnot. And then work that's so, like, work-focused or, like, my job-specific that there's no point really getting into it other than, like, just being positive. Oh, and I want to network once per quarter, which I've already done the first quarter one, so go me. But I hate networking. That's good. I like that because I – Intentional with it. I would try to network too often, and then I would just get – like, I just don't have time to go to something, like, every week or every other week, you know. Right. So, I like that yeah, once a quarter. Is, like, nice. Because for me, it's, like, you know, events come up all the time. But it's, like, how many do I actually want to go to? And, like, if you want to be there, I feel like it shows as opposed to, you know, if you're just going because you're trying to, like, just go to network. Like, but if you go to an event where it's, like, you're networking, but it's also something that interests you. I don't know. Um. And then one miscellaneous one that I had that I wanted to touch on, or, okay, like, two, but they kind of go hand in hand, but being okay with, like, saying no to things, um, because I think for a long time, I was always, like, just, like, a yes person who would say yes to everything and then totally, like, burn herself out, so I want to just be more comfortable with being, like, no, this actually isn't working, and, like, Mm -hmm. Just, like, for instance, the adoration thing I was talking about earlier, like, that was a big thing there. I was like, oh, I feel bad saying no to this, but obviously, I was I was running too many yellow lights to get there, so yeah, it was uh, getting bad. And then the other one was just speaking kindly to yourself, because that's something I'm super bad at, of just... And I heard something that it only takes, like, I don't know how true this is, but it was on a podcast, something like, it only takes, I think it's, like... 200 thoughts to become a belief or something along those lines oh really and that just like really hit me because I was like man so like anytime that I'm like ew you're ugly you know what I mean like I'm gonna actually start believing that you know yeah but (coughs) I forget if it was 200 or um something like smaller than that but I just remember it like wasn't that high of a number and I was like damn that's um concerning but anyhow, that's it. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, you're good. I like, I um, like both of those. I see things. I, I love saying no. We all know that. I think I, we talked about that in our last episode, sink or swim, where I was like, I just say no, like for fun at this point. Like, <laughs> oh, like, I do remember that. Yes. yes. And I feel like I also, because I used to almost not to kind of tie into your other thing about like the personal beliefs. Like I would almost be like. I would feel bad about saying no, especially like both of us are very like involved in our churches. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like sometimes it's like when someone asks you to do something, you want to be like, yeah, because if you say no, then it's like, well, does that mean that I'm not like, 
am helpful I saying no? or am oh, I like, no? like, you know, like you almost like take it personally. Like I used to do that, but I've gotten better at being like, no, actually, like if you asked me like the second as I'm walking out, that's no, like, mm-hmm. and like maybe in some cases it could be a yes, but like in this specific one, like I have something else to do and like, mm-hmm. you know, like at the end of the day, you do need to be like well rested and like like sabbath is so important and like god really stressed that about resting so it's like you can't say yes to everything and like you know putting up boundaries and saying no to different things that you're not comfortable with and all that like i think i don't know because i think a lot of times too when you're younger it's like there is a point in time where especially when you're first like starting off in your career and different things like it is good to say yes mm-hmm to just like give yourself the opportunity but like being Mm -hmm. able like as you get older I think you kind of realize like okay like really what is the benefit of this you know yeah or like how like how important is it really in the grand scheme of things if it's not important and I don't like I really don't want to do it I'm just gonna say no Mm -hmm. yeah and I think also just recognizing like the seasonality of it too and like you were saying with like time of life like I feel like when you first moved to where you live now and when I first moved to where I live now we both got pretty involved in like churches and trying Mm -hmm. to meet people that way which is great but like for me at least like I was going to like pretty much every sort of young adult event that like my church Mm -hmm. had which was great and I made a lot of friends but now I'm like okay I have like established friendships and like some of the events like I do still like to go to but it's like do I have a busier season at work where I just don't have as much energy at night or like you know, am I sick? Do I have freelancing? Yeah. Like, and just being okay with like, wait, I don't actually have to go to every single event. Like it's still, you know, good to go when you can learn about God, but it's like, am I going just to like show my face and be like, look at me. Like I actually, like I went to this church event and like check the box. I'm a good Catholic, whatever. Yeah. Or am I going? Cause like I'm in a place where I want to learn more about God and I have something to like either contribute or even just contributing by being like an active listener. Cause I feel like for a while there, like, my Bible study I was going to would run super late. And then by the end, I would just get so annoyed at, like, every single person that was, like, talking (laughs) and was making it go later. I'm like, this is not very holy of me by any means, you know? And, like, you know, hopefully it didn't show on my face. But I also feel like, you know, you kind of release certain, like, vibes. So, like, maybe some people could tell. And it's like, if I'm just going to force myself, but I'm Mm -hmm. not really there or I'm getting annoyed or, like, could I go, but then, like, leave early when I start to get to that point, and, like, I don't know, I think that's one of those things people need to, like, or I need to be better about working out for myself, is just, like, figuring out what I can and can't do, you know? Yeah, 100%. I think it's hard trying to, I think we love to try to do it all, like, obviously you can't, and it almost feels like you're waving like a surrender flag if you can't somehow do everything and it's like no that's just like how people are like you're not made to do everything Mm -hmm. and like it's also like your time is kind of like a reflection of like what you value and like that's going to change based on like your needs so like if you're sick like yeah you might want to go to whatever young adult thing but you should like value being healthy and like the body that God gave you you know so like Mm -hmm. maybe don't you know go out or something so Mm-hmm. that was the one good thing about my illness it really was like quite the reset because I just could not go anywhere or do anything but it was like almost nice because I think I needed it to just I don't know 
Yeah, I think your body was saying, like, if you're not going to let me rest, like, I'm going to force you to. So. And literally, I think that's what happened. Because, I mean, it was just, like, for so long. But. Anyhow. That's pretty much all I have as far as. I mean, there's other stuff. But those are the main ones. And I've already said way more than I probably should have. But. Half <laughs> <laughs> the people, like, talk about New Year's resolutions the other half literally anything else and we're like we're only going to talk about it for a little bit <laughs> it's like me an hour later <laughs> maybe our new year's resolution for next year will be to make an episode that's not over an hour long literally yeah or just not two pages worth of resolutions yeah bye <laughs> well i also i will say as i've gotten older i've like because i used to be like that where i'm like okay faith whatever this and now i'm like it would like stress me out because I'm such an achiever or whatever. Yeah. And so I honestly think next year I'm just going to do a word of the year. I don't think I'm doing, so I was talking to some people at my church like, who are a little older than me and they're like, yeah, we don't do resolutions. I'm like, oh, and I told him, I'm like, oh, well, I grew up in a very competitive area where you have to check off everything all the time. So Literally. I have to do new things. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, no, maybe like later in life I will. Cause I think it's fun. Like I, that's where I like making mine like more like goals versus like, mm-hmm resolutions because it's fun to be like oh like this is something I would really like to accomplish this year Mm -hmm. um but I think I'm gonna like I'm not gonna just make a resolution and write it down just like for the heck of it you know Mm -hmm. speaking of do you have any others that you want to do I feel like I um I wanted to reread this one book I read in college but that's it it's about um what the industrial engineering it's called the goal and you know the goal of all you know the goal of all businesses should be do tell (laughs) i was gonna say it's really easy it's literally the entire goal is just to make profit um and the book so yeah the book is basically about how like businesses will like try to do all these other things um like they get caught up with like oh like this would make us look cooler like our customers will like us more for this or that but it's like at the end of the day if it's not making you money don't do it hmm Um, i feel like well, no, I won't say that. I'll text it to you. But okay. it's a good mindset for sure for businesses. Yeah, but anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really did not mean for this to go so long. So if you actually listen to the song, congrats. You are our number one fan. Um, we'll hopefully be back in a couple weeks to talk about the Super Bowl or playoffs or something. I think that that'll be the one thing that will really motivate us to have another episode within a reasonable amount of time is football. Oh, yeah, 100%. We do need to get a Super Bowl one out. And I wish if we got this out earlier, we could have done, like, a playoff thing. But since the playoffs are starting this week, um, you know, that won't happen. Maybe Wait, I just realized both of our te- – aren't you a Giants fan? So, honestly, I don't feel super loyal to any team. My brother <laughs> is big on – I just know, hope like, both teams have fun. Loki, I guess if I had to pick a team, I would probably pick Giants because that's like who my parents like. But then my brother's a big like Redskins fan. But I honestly, Commanders. I know that's the thing. I like lost all respect for them when they changed their name. So like, <laughs> I feel like I can't root for them based on my ethics. Well, I, just, I was gonna say both the Giants and I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. They're both in the playoffs. So look at us. Oh, Giants actually made it in. I didn't think they did. See, I don't really understand. And I'm calling the upset against them and the Vikings. So if this comes out before, like, Sunday and I'm right, I don't know what I deserve, but I deserve something. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because so everyone saying obviously... that Giants are going to win against the Vikings. I think that's who they're playing. And obviously, the Vikings are a much better team. Like they're very the poised to win. Coach is really cute. And then we just put that up out there. Have you seen the Vikings? I'm trying to think of who it is. I think I know. He's one of the youngest coaches in like the league, and he's beautiful. I remember him (laughs) on Thanksgiving, and I was like, I am like low key a Vikings fan now just because of him. I I think get out of here. No, I think like because honestly, if I were to pick a favorite team right now, it would probably be the 49ers just because of Brock Purdy. (laughs) Yes, but also they're running back Christian McCaffrey or whatever. Okay, Christian McCaffrey used to be on the Panthers. He's, like, adorable, and I don't even mean in, like, a, oh, he's cute, like, I want to be with him way, but I just think he, like, is a cute person. Like, I don't oh, know. I think he's cute, he's, too. He's and also, he's like, like, short. Like, I don't know, when I see him, like, next to any other player, he's always shorter than them. He also, he, like, always just runs in the end zone, like, just dodges all these people. Like, I don't know, I just think he's so fun. He's, like, the leader. I don't know if he still is, but when he played on the Panthers, he was, like, the leader for fantasy football every single year. Like, he was always the first pick that anyone would take. Yeah, no, he's just, like, he just seems so, like, fun. I don't know. And him and Brock seem like they have, like, a little, like, fun bro squad. I followed one or both of them on Instagram. Too. Oh, my God. Maggie, yeah. you're literally a changed woman. I can't. And, no, but I saw they had, like, like, I was, like, stalking them. And they seem to have, like, certain, like, you know, Bible verse picks or, like, or not picks of Bible verses. But you know what I mean? Like, they yeah, just yeah. seem to have this, like, very positive sort of, like, godly sort of mindset. For them. things. And I was, like. I think, honestly, because they're probably my favorite team right now if I had to pick, but I don't get to watch them that much because they're on the other, you know, coast. But um, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, I feel like I'm not even, like, in it for, like, the team itself. I'm more of, like, a love the player, hate the game, you know, even though I do love the game currently. But, like... No, I mean, that's what my mom was like. She would always, like, pick, like, Brett Favre or whatever. She liked him, but she didn't really care who he played for. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and like, I've always felt kind of an attachment with Tom Brady because we have the same birthday. Um, but he is really, he's had a rough year. Oh, he has. I mean, with, but. with Giselle, we can have a, we really do need a whole football episode. So I think we could really break down some of this. Honestly. Yeah. I think maybe either before the Super Bowl or we could have two, we could have one before the division championships and then one before the Super Bowl or after the season or something. We, we can talk about it later. <laughs> we'll just, talk just, I'm getting excited. You know, I don't want to create more work for us, though. But because, um, yeah, next weekend's like wild card weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, so that's when both of our teams will play. And then there'll be, I guess, another. Because then it's the division championships. But I was like wondering that. So I'm like, because is it, it's probably the top two for each division yeah but you have to there has to be a there's a layer between the wild card and the championship like the afc and nfc championship so i think i don't know if that all happens in one weekend though so what they might do is they might just play some of them on saturday because they always have a week between the, the conference championships and the super bowl to give the teams like a chance to rest more rest yeah because i know like this weekend they kept advertising like saturday sunday monday like it's a three-day event oh yeah because okay i forgot that monday there's a game so anyway anyhow we'll keep you all posted be sure to follow us on instagram we'll try to post stuff about football and this episode we can start doing like foot now we can start doing football polls because remember i would do football polls sometimes 
like for a college football and oh, where I would do yeah, football yeah. polls. And I feel like people like them because like I feel like it's also like every... I feel like any girl into sports guys are just like whoa. Oh, 100%. But I'm also, really I feel like in, the, the reason I like sports, and I promise we can, I'll shut up and we can end this <laughs> podcast. It's been going on forever. The reason I like sports is because it literally, like, it doesn't matter, like, what race, religion, you know, socioeconomic mm. status, political part, like, like, if, like, I'm a Baltimore fan. If I meet another Baltimore fan, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything else about that? Not that I care normally, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, mm. oh, we're friends now like that's beautiful that's a beautiful way to look at it but I think that's that's why people like sports is because it's like like the fact that you are not you have no ties to San Francisco but like if you were to like run to a Niners fan you could like talk to them about Brock Purdy and McCaffrey you know yeah, like now you have something to connect you to someone who you probably normally have nothing to say anything to you know so mm-hmm. no I do feel like more connected to even like people at work like this guy walked in today who's a Cardinals fan and the 49ers like destroyed the Cardinals yesterday. And I just kind of thought to myself and well, no, I mean, this person's fine, but I just kind of thought to myself, I was like, damn, your team lost. How does that feel? Like I thought that in my head. Now, obviously that's not like as positive of a message as what you were just saying. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what's funny though? Every time like one of my ex's team loses, I'm like, hmm, I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> I had, I, I don't know if I should say this, but it's so funny. I think I will. The um, the Patriots when they had all those passes. Stop the, it, Megan. The last thing. I know we were talking about the the two lateral yeah. passes or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. But I sent it to a guy that I used to go out with. We're like still kind of friends, so it wasn't like totally like you haven't heard from me from three years, and this is like the first thing I say to you. We catch up every now and then. But I sent it to him. It was like are you sad? Like, video of it, he was like, yes, Megan, I'm sad. And I was like, I'm sorry. You're the worst, Meg. I would actually be so, because I will say, the one thing about football for me is, like, I will actually get, like, in a bad mood. And it's actually funny, one of me and Megan's mutual friends <laughs> gets mad at me, because if it's an important game, I won't watch it. Like, if it's my team, because it stresses me out so much. Uh-huh. And he's like, and he literally told me, he's like, Rachel, you're taking harder than the players are. Because <laughs> he was, he said that his mom had told him, like, like once he he was a Colts fan and or he is a Colts fan and he his mom he was like there was a game where they were losing and he was really upset and he wanted to skip basketball practice <laughs> and his mom's like dude do you see him on the sideline right now like they're all having fun and talking to each other like why would you miss basketball practice just because they <laughs> lost the game <laughs> It does, I think, once you start to get attached, it does kind of, like, weigh on you a little. It can ruin your, it can ruin or make your entire day. Like, when Michigan, so I'm, I'm an Ohio State fan, and obviously RIP, but since Michigan lost, like, I didn't even care that Ohio State lost, because, like, I hate Michigan so much, that I was like, "Mm, whatever, and then, like, the Ravens lost that weekend, too, I'm like, "Mm, whatever, Michigan still lost. (laughs) But anyways, that's just me being petty. The level, I mean, it's a good, like, healthy outlet for pettiness, though. Like, if you have that petty energy, and you're going to put it somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. But anyhow, we should probably sign off. Yes. Um, but, yeah, stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at PG Patriots. Um, leave a review if you're on an app that can do that, I guess. I don't even know how we read reviews, though, to be honest. But, you know, send it to us on Instagram. We'll check it out. Um. 
But yeah, peach out. Peach out.